honestly can't believe that it's been a full year of starting this podcast. If you've been listening since day one, just wow and thank you. It feels good to even say that I've had a podcast for a full year. I started the podcast unintentional. I jokingly told myself, let me start a podcast. It started off as a joke to myself, like what do I even know about podcasting? What would I even talk about and who would even listen? At the time, I was doing my undergrad in March of 2021 and I knew I was going to graduate school for counseling. During the month of March, I was doing school, a lot was going on at my house, a lot of personal stuff, and just overall a lot of things that were going on in society. People were still dealing with things from 2020. It was a heavy year for a lot of people. Mental health was starting to be more openly talked about. I became very passionate on the importance of mental health and started learning it's more than just materialistic things. I knew that taking care of your mental health meant more than just, oh, today I'm going to get my hair done and my nails done. Today I'm going to buy that thing I've always wanted. I know to an extent for that moment, yes, buying something or treating yourself in that moment is always so good. It's harmless. It's nothing to beat yourself up for. But if you have a spending habit, I can't really help you out much there. So the beginning of 2021, I became more and more passionate about the topics that I wanted to talk about regarding mental health. But I wasn't sure how or where to even really start because no one really primarily focused on mental health topics in podcast form. At least at the time, I didn't find any that I enjoyed that specifically focused on it. I found a few people online who would briefly talk about mental health, but I couldn't find anything that was centered towards and the main focus on mental health. Yes, there are a lot of doctors and researchers who do study the topic, but I wanted something, like I said, in podcast form. And I especially was looking for someone of color to speak on these topics. But so anyways, I was like, maybe I'll talk on my Instagram doing reels or something. But I wanted to have a separate platform to do all of this, so I was like, maybe I'll do a podcast? I really wasn't sure. Again, jokingly, I said I was going to start one. I posted on my Instagram and I can't remember what exactly that it was that I wrote. I don't know if it was like a poll or something I posted on Instagram though. And surprisingly, a lot of people replied back that they wanted to start a podcast. Instantly and right away, I was like, great, now I don't want to start it because everyone else is going to start it also. I let that dictate how I felt in that moment, all just from people saying they wanted to start. It really made me want to not even try. And then I sat and I was like, okay, why do I even want to start a podcast? My why was obviously bigger and more meaningful, so I started a podcast. I was inspired to talk about the importance of mental health, the relationships we all have, and the society that we live in. I ran with that, and here you are, still listening, a year later. This episode will help share tips, what I've learned when starting a podcast, but even if you don't even want to start a podcast, I promise you, you'll still enjoy the episode. So let's get started. I know just by even me writing down my notes, I know this is going to be a longer episode. I hope you guys enjoy and I hope you find the tips very helpful.
As I go through this episode, there is no right or wrong. Everyone will experience things differently if you choose to start a podcast or even the idea of how to share a message through storytelling. Starting a podcast means you need a reason why. So why are you starting a podcast? I shared my reason why I wanted to. I was inspired to talk about the importance of mental health, but why? I chose podcasting because it's a creative way for others to tune in at their own leisurely time. An Instagram reel or a YouTube channel is meant more focused on visuals. A podcast you can listen to while you clean, go for a walk, work out, drive to work without having to sit and watch on a screen. I'm basically just in your ear talking. I personally love listening to podcasts. The thing I do hate about podcasts usually and most of the time, podcast episodes are usually once a week, sometimes maybe twice per week. So it does suck in my opinion when you're listening and you've already got your episode done and now you have to wait a full week for the next one. But it keeps you looking forward to the next one. As for mine, and I'll talk more about it in detail later, currently since I'm in grad school right now, it's twice per month. Grad school is a lot, but I am always thinking of my podcast and I feel guilty at times when it's been a while or so it feels that way. So know your why. Why do you want to start a podcast? Next is who cares? Literally, who is your audience? Who is it that you're trying to reach? Whose attention are you trying to get? So you have your why, so why should this specific audience care? This was very hard for me because to an extent, I'm not focusing on people in high school. Don't get me wrong, this podcast may relate to some people in high school, but I'm not directing the focus to them. It could be hard when you're trying to focus on a target audience and it kind of feels like you're excluding other people. I use the example of high school students because although this does focus on the importance of mental health, I talk a lot about like relationships, things that people have gone through and go through, things I feel a high school student wouldn't relate so much to. And that's not to say that a high school student may not experience a bad relationship with someone. This podcast can focus on topics helping them maneuver and have better relationships things that they can learn from that I've learned from my past mistakes. But when I started the podcast, it wasn't an instant thought of focusing on high school students. The age range doesn't really matter so much, but the topics might not relate as much as to somebody that is in high school, at least for me when I was first starting getting into the podcast. But I do believe that this podcast can help all walks of life. The demographic that I wanted to focus on was primarily on black and brown individuals. And I still am, but I can't say people who are of a different race can't relate to anything that I'm saying. You'll start to notice that your podcast will start to narrow down to a specific target audience without you even realizing it. And even when it comes to men and women, I do see based on my analytics that I do have more women who listen to my podcast versus men. My topics don't display a lot of gender roles. Yes, a woman can experience trauma worse than a man, but same as vice versa, men still go through stuff and part of the stigma is men should be more manlier and should not cry and share their feelings. It's a stigma that should end, but we as a society like to carry on things when it comes to gender roles between what's masculine and what's feminine. Society puts these labels on us, and if we disagree with them, then there's something wrong. It's a stigma that should end in our society, 
which is why I don't display a lot of gender roles in my podcast. If you're listening right now and you're an individual who identifies as whatever you want and you enjoy the podcast, why am I going to say, no, this isn't for you? So who is your audience and who do you want to reach? So now that you know why you're starting a podcast and who is your audience, let's talk about time. Starting a podcast is going to take time. People don't want to hear that though. How much time are you going to put into your podcast? Is it going to be once a week, twice a week, once a month? How much time are you going to put in? The time and effort, it's just, let me just say, it's very draining in the beginning. It's draining because you're doing the research, you're overwhelmed, you're second-guessing yourself, you're scared of how it's going to sound, you're worried about what people are going to think, you're learning how to record, which takes time, and if you edit your own stuff, don't even get me started. Then you need to promote yourself because you need to get people to listen. It's a lot of time. As you start your podcast, just know it's going to feel like a lot of wasted time. It's going to feel like a lot of the work is all for no reason and there's no reward in the beginning, which can be really discouraging. But still do it. See how you like it. See if it's even something you even want to do. I started the podcast off as a joke, not my topics, but me starting the podcast as a joke. So I didn't have the determination as someone who would probably has always wanted to start a podcast. So I was very opposite when I started, but still didn't realize how much time it was going to be. I didn't know how much time was going to go into me recording, edit, and planning. Now, if you're doing guests, that takes planning. Both of your schedules need to align for whenever you're going to do the recording. Are you prepared for your interview? Because there's nothing worse than when people aren't prepared on an interview and there's just not really a flow and you just seem unsure of who it is you're even interviewing. And even though if you're thinking of like a one person asks questions and the other person answers that type of interview style, it's more like conversation that you're having when you have a guest on. You can kind of just have a very broad and open topic and just start talking and the flow will go. But really, you want to have some type of structure. You don't want to lose your audience in saying, um, where was I going with this or what else can we talk about? So be prepared. When I first started podcasting, I messaged one girl. I was surprised that she gave me a lot of tips and advice that had helped me start from the beginning. She does her own podcast alone, but adds guests. Now, I don't do guests because I know the work that goes behind it. So when people say, why don't you add guests? There's a lot that goes behind when starting a podcast that you wouldn't think too much of, especially with being in grad school, doing YouTube, editing, and creating it all. It's really not me complaining, it's just expressing how much work that does go behind it, which I would love to add guests, of course, but during the time of my program, that is just impossible right now with me doing it by myself. So the girl gave me some tips and she said if I do add guests, she recommends planning a month at least in advance. This just helps with planning and making sure that everything's good to go and things do come up. But basically in the email you just send out telling the person you want to have them as a guest, just say something along the lines of like, hey, I would like to have you on my podcast, give them a brief overview. She told me that most people are willing to do it just because it does help both individuals. Collaborating with others can go a long way. So a lot does go into having guests each week if you are doing this alone. 
So let's recap for a second. You have your why, who is your audience, and the time. You make time for what you want to do. You find the time. If you can only do one guest per month, then great. Work on that. If you can do 10 guests per month, then great. So now, are you going to do a solo podcast or are you going to have a co-host? I listen to other podcasts, so I can say that I do enjoy when there's multiple people that share different perspectives and it's just so much better hearing two people have a conversation. I used to be really sad in the beginning with not having guests or a co-host. I used to feel like my podcast was going to be meaningless, especially with it just being me. But I kept going and I wasn't going to let it cost my mental health if I wasn't able to add guests or have somebody else help me with the podcast. Even though I started the idea off as a joke, I still just wanted to have fun with my podcast. I just personally couldn't mentally manage having guests and I still can't, not alone at least. And to some people, that can be really annoying, but I always choose to put my mental health first. I want to have guests, and when I do, it's going to be good. But I shouldn't have to strain my mental capacity for something I know is going to cost me in the end during my graduate program. So having a co-host does help balance the podcast out. My thing with a co-host is, well, at least for me, this is just what I didn't want. Is this person going to be doing this with you in the long run or at least during the time of your podcast? Because what I didn't want was someone who would start the podcast with me and maybe tap out maybe after two episodes or however long I was going to keep up the podcast. I just personally didn't want the embarrassment of the two episodes going up. It's all hype and then my co-host can't even commit to it anymore. Now even I'm bad at committing to things. But I knew if I had someone that was going to do the podcast with me, I would have stuck it out even more so, especially if I had someone there. It just helps for accountability. Does this co-host have the same passions as you? Is the co-host as committed to you as you are to your own podcast? For me, was the co-host as passionate about mental health as I am? It's one thing to talk about mental health, but to actually keep up with this in a podcast format, the time, the commitment, the energy, it's a whole completely different story. Do they see the vision on what your goal and your purpose of each episode is? These are things that you need to consider when starting a podcast with someone. And even if you start one with a friend and they just stop after two episodes, who cares? Keep going. So pick someone you see yourself doing this with and even more so, do it for fun. That's what it's really all about. Don't ruin the relationship just because the podcast didn't end up working out with that person. All that to say, just to say, guests are crucial to your podcast. And if you have a co-host, make sure you both enjoy what you're starting. I'm happy with how my podcast has been because it's no different than when you consume someone else's content. It's a solo podcast for now and I have to be happy about it because otherwise it can steal my joy and purpose and discourage me along the way and just give up. So now, who's doing all the editing? Editing behind the scenes with anything really takes so much time. I am telling you right now, a simple reel, a TikTok, Instagram post, YouTube, podcast, all of it takes so much time. That 10-minute podcast could have taken you 30 minutes to plan, 10 minutes to record, 30 minutes to edit. So maybe what, like an hour, hour and a half if you're just starting. The preparation for your episode is going to take time and to plan accordingly is going to help. 
And if you have a co-host to help, you can evenly distribute the work or hire an editor. There are people that edit as their job and to make money, so hiring someone to help with editing can allow you to make more content. Or even if you personally do the editing, maybe you can hire an assistant to help you plan out your stuff. Having help in that way makes a huge difference, but believe me, people know their worth and they will charge you. Not to say that I don't think they're charging a lot, but more so the person that's paying, you should just realize that people are going to charge because this stuff takes time and it does take somewhat of a lot of effort. If you're just starting, I do not recommend you get an editor because I feel like you need to see the amount of work and effort it takes. If you hire someone and you never once edit, create nothing, you're going to be very demanding on the editor and give no grace on the time and effort that goes into it. I also think that people who never edit their stuff and automatically just pay someone are not doing it for fun. Maybe you want to start the podcast as a business and you want to get yourself out there, but so you want to save the headache and hassle, so yes, hire a team of people. Help is absolutely fine. And if you have the means for it, why not? But I'm mainly talking to the people who are just wanting to start a podcast for fun, just to do the creative process for a bit and see how it works out for you. As you progress in your podcast, you'll start to find your own flow of things. It takes a while and is very awkward talking to a microphone, but you eventually get used to it. By the way, what are you going to talk about? You have all these ideas and these things you want to talk about, but what is it that you're going to talk about and why should anyone listen or care? You're going to have people who do not care about you or what you even have to say. That is a given and you need to just accept it and keep going. The right people are going to listen and are going to understand what it is you're trying to say. The wrong people can just not listen. People are not obligated to consume anyone's content if they don't enjoy it. I don't know why some people feel the need to give a strong, hateful opinion for something for everyone to know about. If you don't like the podcast, listen to someone else. There's so many other people you can listen to. It's really that simple. What's funny to me is I got a comment the other day, a DM, and I know this girl, a good person, means no harm. She messaged me and keep in mind the demographic that I sent her towards is black and brown individuals, so she is not of this demographic and I will say that. Apparently, I was given a lot of critiques about my podcast. First time ever from someone who is not of color. And keep in mind, these people didn't critique me personally. They told her and so she went out of her way to tell me. Sorry, I just have to say this, but you have time. People have time. People have time to send a paragraph message to tell me a lot of her demographics didn't really enjoy my podcast. I bring this up because you're not going to be for everyone and that is overall in life and not just with podcasting, but you need to be okay with it. You can't please everyone. I mentioned that situation because remember how I said that I primarily focus on black and brown individuals, but I do not exclude others? Well, that tells me certain demographics ain't gonna click to some of the stuff because, let's be honest for a second, how would a non-black or brown individual relate to me being in a Hispanic household? How would a non-black or brown person relate to someone with topics like microaggression in a workplace, at school, at the store? How would a certain demographic relate to the topics that you share? As you move forward to starting your own podcast, you're going to find your flow and new people are going to listen. Don't worry about the people who aren't listening because your podcast is not meant for everyone and only the right people will listen. 
Let's move on to the art of storytelling. This is going to take time. Even I'm not perfect or nowhere near at it, but I am getting better. Storytelling is how you get people to buy into the story that you're telling. If you're sharing a moment of time that has happened in your life, make people feel like they are there with you. Make people feel connected. Make people feel seen and heard. If you've been listening to my podcast for a while now, especially since day one, we've built a relationship. You know my name, what I stand for, the type of content that I share, what my topics are about. You know me in some way. Through all of this was done in storytelling. Depending on what you decide to share, that is what people are going to associate things with. Through storytelling, you want to make people feel there's a bond between you and them. With podcasting, it's the same way. As with anything, do it correctly and you can do storytelling correctly. Through storytelling, you're letting people in on your journey. And of course, you are giving people something in return. What is the takeaway that you're giving people? This is very important because I'm sure we can all talk about ourselves all day. Everyone loves to talk about themselves. But what is the reason people are consuming your content? Why do you keep coming back to this podcast? Are you just here to entertain people for their week? Are you providing tips? Are you giving advice on something that I can apply in my everyday? What are people gaining from listening to your podcast? I am not a tech person, so please look into the equipment to start a podcast. I'm going to be very basic in this section. I use the Blue Yeti, which you can find on Amazon. I forgot the price on it, but it works great. However, it works so good. Any little sound it picks up, it's insane. So I have to record at night when it's really quiet. In my earlier episodes, I recorded in the day not knowing or thinking much of it. There was just so much noise going on in the day and at the time when you're recording, you don't hear it much, but afterwards when you start editing, you start to hear the background noise a lot. So the Blue Yeti mic is just really sensitive. Even sometimes now when I go back to edit, I still catch things in the background, but I'm at the point where it's like, you know what? It's going up. I already recorded. I edited. No, I'm not going to record the whole thing again. To edit the podcast, I use GarageBand. It's very simple and super easy. YouTube honestly helped me so much when starting a podcast. Another popular thing people use to edit is called Audacity. I use GarageBand because it was so simple and learning something new right now just, I just didn't have the time at the time. GarageBand is great and I enjoy how easy it is. You honestly just need those two things to start, a microphone and somewhere to edit. Now, we got the creative part out the way. Editing tools and finally now to distribute and promote your podcast. I use another site called Anchor. It's very, and I mean very simple to use. It's also free. I recommend anyone starting a podcast to use Anchor. There's another popular one, but you have to pay for it and Anchor is free. I especially wanted to use Anchor because I wasn't sure if I was going to commit to however long I was going to do the podcast. And Anchor has been a great tool and I use it today and it's very simple. You can record your episodes on Anchor, but someone on YouTube said something that stuck out to me and I kind of just kept it in mind. He basically said that you can edit and record everything on Anchor just fine, but if Anchor randomly crashes and shuts down, then all your stuff is basically gone. So that's why I edit on GarageBand because it's on my Mac and I don't have to worry about it ever really crashing because it's on my own personal device. My process for creating a podcast is to decide what am I going to talk about what inspired me to talk about this topic. 
My focuses are always between mental health, relationships, society, and culture. This gives me a wide range to talk about versus if I only stick to a really tight niche. Of course, there is no right or wrong. If all you want to do is talk about relationships, then of course, do what you want. You can talk about anything, but just always keep in mind that when a listener comes to your podcast, they're coming for a specific topic and they should know what to expect when they do come to your podcast. Whenever I have an idea, I just make bullet points or just small notes about what I'm going to talk about because when a podcast isn't planned and organized, the listener can always tell. I never wanted to personally, now this is just me. I just never wanted to be like, wait, where was I going with this? Or what did I just say? Let me think about what I just said or um, uh. So my stuff is always planned. I feel like you get nothing out of it if it's unorganized and you can just make the listener feel like they're just wasting a lot of their time. I know not every episode is going to be perfect or good, but I do always try my best to always think about the listener versus me just coming on here randomly to talk about how I feel about things. I personally just would like to have some form of structure when I am coming on my podcast. So now that we're coming up to the end, now that I've finished recording, I normally almost never edit when I'm done depending on the length of the episode. This one I know is going to be long, so I'll just edit tomorrow. Usually it's always the next day when I do edit because it just, it all adds up, so I just kind of want it all done for you guys. When I first started the podcast, I was consistent for five going on six months. Every day, every week, sometimes two times, but I stayed consistent before school kicked in and it became a lot to manage. As you can tell, a lot does go into each episode, but so now, during my time of school, I just upload as soon as I can or when I can, but I make sure that it's two times per month for the time being. I know consistency is good because I've seen growth in just the first six months when I was my most consistent, and even though I'm nowhere near consistent how I was before, people are still listening to the episodes even a year now later and new people are finding the podcast. Even if you feel like you can't be as consistent, people are going to listen when they can. And that wraps up my one year of podcasting and what I've learned along the way. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got some helpful tips on starting a podcast. The biggest step that people don't do is just start. I know I didn't come on here and talk much of my own personal thoughts about the podcast, but more so helpful tips for people who are interested in starting a podcast and what I've learned. I enjoy my podcast, but school does get in the way of a lot of things. I'm always thinking of my podcast and my next episode coming on here talking to you guys. Even after a year later, I still haven't changed the mic and I'm probably going to just leave it like this for the long run. Thank you guys so much for listening and taking the time out of your day. I really appreciate it so much and I will talk to you guys in the next one. Bye.